Y'all, those two weeks, I might as well have been on the battlefield with some war paint on, starving all at the same time because that's what it has felt like. Welcome to the God's Perfect Size Show, where faith meets fat loss. I'm your host, Kim Jogway, the author of God's Perfect Size and a former food addict turned food freedom coach. Tune in every week to be encouraged and empowered towards your goals for weight loss and victory in Christ. Welcome back. Welcome back. It is so good to be here with you today. Thank you all for joining me. There's so much I want to talk with you about today, but the main topic is listening and listening in a way that you can actually hear God and have breakthrough in your life, in your situation. If you feel like you're always missing the mark, you're not quite sure if it's the voice of God. We're going to talk about that today and then how you move after you've heard a word from God. So that's what we're going to cover. We're going to cover listening to the Father and then how you move once you hear a word from God. So let's dive in because I know a lot of us are in this space right now in this season where we're desperate for a word from God. And then what do you do when you actually hear that word from God? Like, how do you handle it? What are your next steps? So we're going to talk about that today. Let's dive in. And I'm going to start with sharing with you that y'all know, I think I shared in the last episode that I have been fasting. So I started out on a one week fast. I thought, oh, I can do this. I can do one week. My cousin and I were fasting together and we were actually fasting for our family. We see some generational sin patterns in our family that have just really wreaked havoc in a lot of members in our family, we decided to join forces and put our faith together and begin to pray earnestly and cry out for the people in our family so that they can have breakthrough. They can be saved, healed, made whole, all the good things that God has for them. So we decided to join faith. Well, it was a wonderful week of fasting. It was wonderful in the fact that God met me in that space. God was present. Now, was it easy? Absolutely not. I mean, I was struggling through that whole week, but as it got to the end of the week, I was feeling relieved. I'm not going to lie. I was feeling relieved that the fast was almost over because fasting can be a really heavy time. Anywhere you see in scripture where the people are fasting, you most likely will see that they're weeping, they're repenting, they're prostrate before God, they're rubbing ashes on themselves. I didn't do all that, but they're like really prostrate and broken and seeking God. And that's the way a true fast should look. And then during that fasting time, God also calls us to serve others well, feed your brother, take care of those in need. And that's what a true fast looks like. And if you're not sure what I'm talking about, I'm referencing Isaiah 58. So if you ever want to know what a fasting protocol should really look like, one that has been instituted by God, not by man, but by God. If you really want to know what it looks like, go read Isaiah 58. It's where I have found my blueprint for a true fast. So I'm nearing the end of this fast. And as I near the end of it, I'm in prayer one morning during my worship time with the Father. And I feel like in my spirit, I hear God say, extend the fast. And I wasn't sure at the time if it was God. I really just asked God, if this is you, Father, if it's really you, would you just show me that this is what you want me to do? And so part of me asked that question because I really wasn't sure. But the other part of me asked it because I was hungry. Your girl was hungry. I was ready to get my life back, you know, just live a normal paced life because fasting, like I said, takes a lot out of you. And so I was in that limbo place where I wasn't sure if it was God. 
So at that point, I hadn't started eating a regular meal yet. While I was fasting this time, I just chose to do fruits and vegetables only. And so I would fast sunup to sundown, and then I would break my fast in the evenings. Usually I was eating one meal a day. Some mornings, if I was able to, I would have some veggies in the morning. But I was really just eating a stripped back diet of fruits and vegetables, no meats, no no tons of oils, nothing like that, no sugar, none of that. I literally was just eating kind of a Daniel fast, but a sunup to sundown rhythm. So I hear God say, extend the fast, or I think I hear him. And so I say, God, is this really you? Can you make it plain to me so that I know this is you? Because I'm ready to eat a burger, Jesus. I'm I'm like ready to eat a burger. And so the next morning, the very next morning, I get up, I'm praying and I hadn't heard anything. And then I go in my room and pick up my phone to get ready for the day. And I thought, oh, I don't think that I have to extend the fast. I think that was just me having this random thought. And so I pick up my phone to check a message on my phone. And then I opened up an app in my phone. And lo and behold, it said, fast 21 days. Prayer and fasting for 21 days was the topic. And it was just random. It was out of the blues. And then I stood there and I said, Lord, is this is this you? I nearly cried. And I had this sense in my spirit that it was really God. So what I did next and what we all should do next is say, okay, God, this is a hard thing. I need you to help see me through this, but I am going to obey. Now, here's the thing. Whenever I'm not sure that I'm hearing the voice of God, I delay decision making. I delay actions until I can kind of get some confirmation. But even if I don't get confirmation, I always err on the side of obedience, or at least I try to. I'm not perfect at this. I'm nobody's perfect Christian. So don't come looking for perfection in me. All you're going to see is me saying, look to Jesus because he's the perfect one. But the truth is I do work very hard and I strive very hard to try to err on the side of obedience. So I already knew I was kind of going to have to stay on the fast But here's what happened next. So I extended the fast and now it's going to be another 14 days because I feel like God gave me that answer in that little clip that I saw that I was supposed to fast for 14 days. I had already done seven days. And so I was looking at another two weeks. Y'all, those two weeks, I might as well have been on the battlefield with some war paint on starving all at the same time because that's what it has felt like. Today is my last day of the fast, and it's beautiful that I get to come on and share it with you. But those last two weeks, I don't even know if I can recount everything that happened. I had an observation. I had, there was like sickness, random sickness all throughout my classroom. There was throwing up. There was me cleaning up. There was, there was an accident. There was, I mean, you name it, everything that could possibly, it felt like have happened, happened during the last two weeks. I was in tears. I was overwhelmed. And to top it all off, I was hangry. I was so hungry. I would just cry out to the father. I would go to bed sometimes just kind of holding my stomach and asking God, please help me do this. Like Jesus, I'm so hungry. I don't even know what to do. And it made me mindful and prayerful, much more prayerful about people who don't have the resources that they need. And maybe that was God's intent. And I felt grateful for that reminder that I am blessed and that I have a lot and that God has given me what I need. And so my job is also to pray for others who don't have what they need. So because of the condition I was in, I prayed some intercessory prayers. I prayed for as many people as I could. I prayed for as many situations as I could. 
But here's the beautiful thing that God did for me during that fast. And this is what I'm so excited to share with you. During that fast, God was telling me, I don't listen enough. And I thought that was so interesting because I have prayer time every morning. I have a set prayer rhythm that I rarely will miss unless something is wrong. But I I have this prayer rhythm and I thought I was like really doing it. You know how you start to pat yourself on the back and you get lofty in your thoughts? Maybe not you, but that definitely was me from what I could see the Holy Spirit revealing. But God was showing me, I don't listen enough. He was revealing to me during that fast that I am quick to pray and I'm quick to encourage others and I'm quick to listen to a sermon or a podcast, but I wasn't listening enough. And what's beautiful about that is God was willing to speak to me in all my mess up. He was telling me, I want you to listen to me more. And so I said, okay, Father, I'm going to come and sit before you and listen to you and help me to listen, like really listen effectively to you, Lord. And so I set out the next few days after that revelation to sit before the Father, to spend time worshiping, praying, and reading scripture and speaking scripture out loud, but also to take time to sit and listen. So each morning I would spend the first 20 something minutes just talking to the Father, worshiping and praying. Yes, I have a full-time job. I get up super early so I can do this. But I did my usual um, worshiping, praying, sitting before the Father. And then one morning I was listening, really listening and asking God, help me to hear you. Would you speak so loud? I can't miss what you're saying. First day, I don't really hear much, but I thank God for the conversation that we had. And I went on my day. I went about my day. The next day I do the same thing. I get up, I listen, don't hear much, but I'm grateful for the conversation and grateful that God is speaking, even if I can't hear him. Third day, y'all, third day, I get up and I go about my usual and I say, God, I'm here, I'm listening. And in that space of listening, I feel like I hear the faintest voice say, pick up your prayer journal. And so I pick up my prayer journal. I think, okay, what does it hurt? Even if I'm wrong, I'd rather be wrong heading towards obedience than wrong and disobeying. So I grab this prayer journal, I open it up, and I feel like I have this impression, turn the pages. So I'm turning the pages of my journal, and there's a section in the journal. Every year, my husband and I, after the new year, we sit down and we write a list of thanksgiving. We write a list of prayers. And then this year, we did something different. We made a list, and we entitled it Exceedingly Abundantly Above. And so... When I get to this page, my spirit like leaps, like I could, I feel this, this joy, this spark that happens on the inside of me, like deep in my soul. And so I stop on that page and I say, okay, so this is where I'm supposed to be, Lord. All right. Tell me what you want me to know. So I feel like I'm supposed to read the list we wrote and I'm reading through this list of exceedingly abundantly above prayer requests. And now this is a wild list. Like this is that kind of list that you make and you ask for the most outrageous thing, like every person in your family to be saved and and know the gospel, every person to be worshiping, or you ask God for some business, um, maybe, maybe a business goal that's so outlandish that it could never happen in a million years unless it's from the Father. So we have this list. And so I'm reading through the list. I hear God say, stop. And so I stop. And then I say, 
I say, why am I reading through the list, Lord? I'm so excited now. I'm like, my heart's quickening. I'm like, ooh, is he going to answer one of these exceedingly abundantly above prayers? And so I'm like, Father, are you going to answer one of these? And then I get nothing. I don't hear anything. I realize quickly, maybe that's not what he's saying. So I go back to listening. I say, Father, what do you want me to know about this list? And then the Father reveals to me, and it just felt like it was so clear in the moment. He reveals to me, I called you to extend your fast because the things you're asking for, you can't handle. I did not know that's the direction we were headed, but I just remember sitting there being so odd and so floored about the fact that I made a prayer list that's exceedingly abundantly above and God has this conversation with me and tells me, I'm extending the fast for you because I need to prune you. I need to strip things away from you because the things you're asking me for would consume me or be overwhelming to me. And so I came on here to tell you that No, I didn't get the big things I had hoped for yet, but I know it's a yet because by the time the father tells me that I'm preparing you, I'm stripping away the things or I'm pruning the things off of you that are not producing fruit and you're asking me for abundant fruit. So I'm going to prune you and I'm going to discipline you and you're going to extend this fast and spend that time at my feet so that I can give you something off this exceedingly abundantly above list. Now, it doesn't mean he's going to give me all the money. It's not like that. Because God is sovereign. He will do whatever he chooses in the way that he chooses it. And yes, I've asked for a mixture of things from spiritual things to practical things in business to work-related things. I've asked for a lot. And I don't know what God is going to choose to fulfill. But the beautiful thing is God was letting me know, you have to listen to my voice, number one. And then the second thing you have to do is spend more time with me. You have to look more like my son. When my son was in the wilderness about to be tempted, I called him to a 40-day fast to prepare him for something that would have consumed him had he not spent that time in my presence fasting. And so he's the son of God, yes, but in the flesh, he had to fight the way we have to fight. That's why he put on flesh so he could show us exactly what we have to do. So here's the thing for you. My question for you is, what is it that you are believing God for? Have you asked God, are you ready? Did you ask him to prepare you? And then when he gets ready to prepare you, maybe an extended fast is something you have to do to be able to bear the weight of the amount that you're asking for. Listen, y'all. God is an exceedingly abundantly above God. And I want to see us winning this I want to see us winning in this life. And I don't mean just winning the financial things or the physical things of this world. I'm talking about really winning, winning in spiritual areas as well, winning against anger, winning against food addiction, winning against drug addiction, winning against hatred towards our neighbor and winning in our jobs and in our livelihoods and in our lives. And no, we don't have to be the brokest people on the planet, but we do have to be prepared if God is calling us to be spiritual banks for the nations. Like he has to prepare you for that amount of authority and that amount of weight. So I hope that this will encourage you to go on a fast of your own that this will encourage you to sit before the Father in that quiet time and not give up, even if you don't hear something immediately. 
If you spend that time listening to the Father, it could very well change the trajectory of your entire life and the generations to come. So I pray this podcast episode blesses you. I pray more than anything that it moves you into a place where you are running to fast in the Father's presence, where you are running to hear his voice and where you are running to sacrifice these worldly pleasures so that you can have more of him. Take courage, y'all. Jesus has overcome the world and so can we. So let's go after the things of God together and be victorious in Christ. I thank you for joining me in this episode and I pray blessings and goodness over you and I trust the Father has good things. If you decide to fast, please join us in, in the God's Perfect Size Facebook group. Come in, tell us how it went. We would love to know what God is doing in your life and the victory and breakthroughs that you have as you fast. I love you and I'll catch y'all in the next episode. Bye.